next on the progress uh, notes is uh, Naren James and um, Heather. Uh, Heather is a, uh, a PA that uh, works with uh, Naren, and uh, we'll start out uh, this uh, uh, by way of a, a video, uh, just a little introductory video of what is happening in the Bluegrass Clinic in Kentucky, uh, and, uh, and then we'll um, uh, hear from Heather and Naren. While he's, while he's getting that up, uh, Heather, if you could just uh, come to the microphone. When did you start to work for the uh, Bluegrass uh, Clinic? Um, in 2009. Okay. The summer of 2009, I started to work for Bluegrass Clinic. And um, it's been a great experience for me because I uh, started there right after I graduated from Union College's uh, Physician's Assistant Program. And there's a church plant there, and it's just been the Lord has used um, that that job actually to change me and impact me spiritually. You know, when, when we are reaching other people, the Lord can make such a big change in each of our lives, can't he? And that's been a great blessing. How many uh, mid-level practitioners do we have here today, PAs and nurse practitioners uh, that are with us? Uh, quite a few uh, raising their hands, and uh, we're glad to have you as, uh, as part of us, and uh, certainly glad you brought uh, Heather along. I have to say she is such an integral part of our team. It's really been a blessing indeed. All right, well, I think we're ready for the video. This is Heather Hoeing, and I would like to welcome you guys all here to Regeneration, and this is the program where life starts over. Um, and so for those of you who may be here for the first time, we're excited about this program because it has many facets to it. We discuss regeneration principles of health. We give our audience an opportunity to ask health questions. So if any of you have a health question, please submit that, and we'll be happy to try to answer that. Um, and that's in the portion of the program entitled, You've Got Questions and We've Got Answers. Um, and that is moderated by Dr. Naren James. And we also have O Taste and See with Ruth Waco, where we get to see some wonderful foods that are vegan, as well as some Bible principles presented by Elder Derek Logan. This evening, though, we'd like to get our program started with um, You've Got Questions and We've Got Answers moderated by Dr. Naren James. And Dr. James is a board-certified family practice physician. He's been doing this for 20 years. He's also the medical director for several area clinics. Um, so we look forward to the questions for this evening, as well as his presentation following that on heart disease and stroke. We can go, we can go ahead and, uh, So Dr. James, at this time, we turn the program over to you. Go ahead and uh, stop it at this time. All right, Naren, uh, let me have you take over, uh, then, since you were going to take over there. <laughs> No, I just, I just want to say, you know, six years ago when I arrived in, in Stanford, uh, Stanford, Danville area is uh, where we decided to do a church plant. It was a dark county. There was no presence. And Danville is a city of first. Actually, it was the first state capital before we went to Frankfurt. It was hosted the, um, the, the vice presidential debates in the year 2000 as a home of Center College, one of the number one um, liberal arts institution in the South. And we thought, here, this is the place where we can plant a church. And we decided we'll go about it. We have the, the amazing opportunity to use health ministry in a powerful way. So uh, instead of doing a traditional, this, this tied in well with what Dr. Handyside said, instead of um, putting the beast, we actually, <laughs> we actually renamed our program Repackaged Regeneration. And um, it consists of uh, uh, basically we have a combination of health presentations. As Heather mentioned, we, um, we basically have health presentation. We have an opportunity for people to have a question and answer. We repackage the New Start program into different, very, um, very exciting, uh, dynamic, uh, way of, of labeling it, how to lose weight without dieting, for example, staying fit at any age, talking about exercise. And so we repackage that, and basically what we do, we combine that in addition with food demonstration. We have a, a chef who actually comes out, and in between the health presentation and the prophecy presentation, she actually comes out and, and talks about a vegan meal for that night. And, and she chooses one member of the audience to come up and actually taste it. And then afterwards, she reminds them that after we're finished with the prophecy presentation, you can come to the back in our fellowship hall, and you can get to actually taste and see. And so we, with that, we get the opportunity to interact with the, um, with the, member, the people attending. And so it really goes back to the whole method of Christ, which is mingling with people as one desire and their good, establishing, establishing trust. 
and uh, following on from there. Uh, Heather, what type of uh, experiences uh, have you uh, felt as a result of being a part of this? Um, it's just been wonderful to be able to form relationships with um, these people and see how they can be changed. I know that we have had several people from our clinic who have attended the meetings and then just getting to know the community and seeing what a great impact some of the changes that they're making in their lifestyle and in their diet as a result of this program because you know we think how simple it is just to drink enough water but most people don't realize just drinking enough water can have a huge effect on their life and so that's been exciting to see the simple principles at work. Naren, can you uh, tell us a, uh, a, a story maybe of someone who's been able to, um, to experience what we heard about earlier, comprehensive evangelism through this introduction? Well, this is really exciting. You know, I'm always refer back to the text in John chapter 10, verse 10, where Jesus says, you know, the thief comes only to steal and to destroy, but I've come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. So when we promote our evangelistic series, we're promoting the abundant life. And I have to tell you a story of a gentleman called Charles, who, who he and his wife, Andrea, come to our office. He's actually a patient of mine. And he um, was diagnosed with multiple myeloma. We actually were involved in that diagnosis. He went through chemotherapy, went through a cell transplant, uh, bone marrow transplant. And uh, he's actually the pastor of one of the local uh, Baptist congregations there, about a 70 member strong. And he started, attend he started coming to our, to our office. And I, uh, when regeneration starts, our, our posters get pasted everywhere in our office. So it's very actively, they know when regeneration is coming around. This is our second year doing this. And so I had the opportunity to invite um, Charles to come to our program. And um, he came out, and the first talk, of course, was how to lose weight without dieting, was in the issue of the, of the, of the original diet for man. And uh, that was his interest. <coughs> and I remember meeting him several weeks. This program ran, the last program we did ran for four nights a week, uh, for four weeks. And so towards the end, I remember meeting with him. And at that time, the message on the Sabbath has already been presented. And he, he, he just, before I could even get on to his medical condition that we were going to talk about. He said, I got to tell you, this is really amazing what the Lord is doing to me. He said, you know, I've been, uh, after I've been diagnosed with cancer, I began to realize I need to give up meat in my diet. Mm -hmm. And he said, the first night you present the original diet, and I went home and I decided, I'm going to start by giving up all red meat. Mm -hmm. And four weeks later, he said, I've lost 10 pounds already. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, I'm just feeling so much better. And not only that, there's something happening. He said, my tastes have changed. Mm -hmm. I no longer have yeah. the desire for all the meat and potatoes I was eating all the time. Yeah. And not only that, this was amazing. He said that Sabbath presentation that was done truly hit home to me. He said I had heard it a few years ago, but I put it, put it aside and didn't want to think about it. But he said it brought so much conviction to me that I, am, I know that this is the truth. The seven-day Sabbath is the Amen. truth. And he said, I want you to pray for me because I want to know how I'm going to be able to share this with my congregation and Amen. bring them along Amen. to what I have now learned. So that, that is quite an experience to remind me how regeneration is powerful. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much, Naren. Now, is this, uh, is this a program that others can use, or is this just something that the Bluegrass Clinic can use? Well, we developed this program. Uh, first of all, that, that DVD presentation can be, uh, you can update it through Life and Health Network. There's a booth out there. But basically, it's a program, uh, you know, I think this goes well with our theme this year, Center of Influence. Uh, basically, we're privileged to have a good team of people. Heather and I are only part of that team. We have our, our, our gospel presenter, uh, Derek Logan. And we also have a good team who are involved in cooking, who are absolutely, totally committed and engaged in that. And so, so when you put that team together, any, any church, I think, can yeah. do this. Any one of you can do this by going back and just finding members of your team, putting them together, getting them to work together. I think you can, you can see wonderful That's results from the audio So it really, it's a, it's a program. We're sharing it today because we know that by, by sharing this, somebody oh, here okay. will take this on. Mm -hmm. And next year, we'll hear what is done in your community, your church, your practice. Thank you very much. Jared, uh, come on up uh, for our uh, third uh, progress note. Uh, one of the things uh, last night uh, I uh, failed to mention, uh, after that 90-minute presentation where I went longer than I wanted to with this uh, millionaire's group that had gathered on Optimize Your Brain, one of the things I noticed, not a single person fell asleep during those 90 minutes. Of course, they've been out exercising all day, unlike uh, you yesterday that were sitting in chairs uh, all day. Uh, but uh, at the end of that 90 minutes, 
I told them, I've already taken the time that we said there would be taken. You're all free to leave. I know it's Christmas week. You need to be with your families. Anyone who would like to stay, I'll entertain questions at this time if you'd like to stay. Not one person left, and they pumped me with 30 minutes of questions uh, in that room. Seven minutes of those questions were on the seventh-day Sabbath, where they were wanting to to understand that research on the circus septin rhythm, understand that sine wave, et cetera. And after they had asked several questions, one woman stood up in the front and she says, my brother makes a lot more money than I do and he has a, hot, a whole lot higher IQ than I have and I've never understood why until tonight. We're both Jews, he keeps the Sabbath, and I don't. <laughs> and she sat down. <laughs> Now, uh, how this introduces our, uh, our next progress note, uh, Jared is not a physician, but he is a, uh, got his degree in international marketing uh, from Southern, uh, but uh, started a program with an industry called Beehive that takes the optimize your brain information and actually puts it not so much for the millionaires and the wealthy, uh, but actually for the common everyday student. Uh, tell us uh, what, what you've done uh, in regards to that, Jared. We wanted a desire to reach the cities, with the cities having the massive population, with the cities having the secular mind, there is a strategy in which we need to use to do that. So we said, how do you do what Ellen White challenged us to do, which was combine the medical missionary work with the proclamation of the third angel? Mm. And so we saw, as we studied, the eight remedies, the eight laws of health, and we actually found two others that were found in in the principles of scripture and the spirit of prophecy. And we designed something called the Daniel Challenge. And we trademarked this because we believed we could take something like this to the world. And so the Daniel Challenge walks people through the book of Daniel, night by night, showing them a principle of one of the laws of health in the book of Daniel, as well as introducing them to one of our amazing principles. Amen. So night one, we introduce nutrition and how valuable this was to a man that was entering the University of Babylon and what it would lead to in his life. Night two, the value of rest and sleep and one of the greatest dreams in the history of the world. Night three, we talk about worship and that many cultures in history have worshiped the sun and how valuable is the sunshine in our lives. And so we go through that, drop the Sabbath hand in there. On uh, night five, we talk about the value of water mm. and that the overthrow of Babylon was the diverting of the river Euphrates. Mm -hmm. So God has really given us something for the secular mind, and uh, we want to use it to reach the city. Praise the Lord. So uh, you, you first did this at a large university in, uh, in Phoenix, uh, Arizona State University. Uh, tell us uh, about uh, how you marketed that to the students and, uh, and what kind of challenge there was for them and what kind of prize. Okay. To uh, college students who think they're healthy and getting all the wonderful things in life, what do they need? So we said, you got to strategically do this and basically incentivize them with your grades can improve. You'll get better sleep. Uh, you'll lose that freshman 15, whatever it may be. And so we incentivize them with the program, come one night a week, hear these principles, get some good tasting food, and we're going to do this as a challenge. And we're going to keep points, and the winner will win an iPad. And that gets them excited. <laughs> All right, so uh, how many students did you have participate in Arizona? You know, uh, I don't remember the first event, but we've had over 110 locations now around the world, all the way to South Africa, Southeast Asia. Amen. And uh, we've given it away free. Brother Richard Bland challenged us, give this away free and watch what God will do. So we've made it where we, we can literally email a church, a school. It was primarily created for schools and where students or any common layman or physician can present this message very simply, print out the banners, print out the brochures, invite people. And just this past Saturday night in Atlanta, we used it in uh, working with the church, and the church had over 110 people show up. We screened forks over knives. We stopped it halfway through, and then that'll allow me to say something about Wayfair, if I can right quick. Yeah, no, absolutely, because part of this is, uh, we just heard it from Naren James, taste and see. And, uh, you know, when you halfway through forks over knives, you might think your life is over with. Uh, and, and, you, uh, and so uh, how, did you, uh, how did you help them to see it wasn't over? So we stopped it halfway through, and everybody knows, sure, I should eat healthier. But I just started working with a gentleman, uh, Kelly Coffin, and his company Wayfair. If any of you have enjoyed the cheeses and non-dairy sour creams during the meals, uh, our desire is how do we create a company 
where we then take those proceeds to reach the cities. So anyway, we pressed pause halfway through the film and we said, look, everybody knows you should eat some healthy food. But it's gross, right? And everybody's like, mm-hmm, that's right, it's gross. So we said what we want to do is tonight we've created the junk food, the hardest things that you will have to give up. Give up. So we said in the back we've had some ladies prepare some plant-based cookies, nachos and cheese, some cake, Wayfair's ice cream, cheese, everything that you're going to have a hard time giving up. We want you to know we have recipes you can make it, as well as if you're too busy, you can now buy it soon in Walmart and Whole Foods and things. And that's when it got real good because people lined up, I wish I'd have brought the video, and just <laughs> could not believe. And they said, this can't be true. Amen. And I believe just like the story of Jesus mm. taking water into the best wine, Amen. God has given us the ability, and the reason we got all into this was <coughs> in Testimonies Volume 7, it says the creation of health food will be one of the means by which God will sustain his last work. So we've seen, we've taken oats and lima beans to make what taste tests are showing us the best ice cream hitting the market. So God is good. Amen. Yes, uh, it is. Uh, I've tasted the ice cream, and uh, it's, uh, it's a better ice cream than I think is out there anywhere. And it's oat-based, uh, no, no soy in it at all. And then after you finish that, then how did you finish up? Uh, we, we played the rest of the film, and we invited people back to a cooking class and also another event called the Daniel Challenge. And that's where we said, look, we can take you from where you're at and show you how to get there. And the Daniel Challenge literally takes the couch potato American and loves his chips and his bag and the Doritos and uh, whatever it may be. And we say, look, week one, this week, the hardest thing you're going to have to do is get rid of pork products in your diet. And you can see, and we're going to show you science why that's the case. And then week two, we present another principle from the Daniel Challenge, but we're going to make it a little more difficult. Instead of getting to bed at midnight this week, you're going to have to go to bed at 11.45. And everything builds. By the last week, they're getting to bed before 10. They're on a plant-based diet. And we have people losing 80 pounds, getting rid of diabetes. Everybody knows these things work, so God is good. Well, thank you, Jared, and uh, feel free to Amen. Amen. It is uh, divine that he, uh, that he trademarked the Daniel Challenge because just a few weeks after they applied for the trademark, they got a letter from a U.S. attorney stating that someone else had wanted that trademark by the name of Rick Warren. Rick Warren has come up with the Daniel plan. And uh, uh, Jared had to send Rick a very nice letter uh, stating that they've already trademarked it. And uh, Rick Warren wrote back that it's the most nice Christian letter he's ever gotten in regards to a trademark issue. Uh, but it is, uh, uh, it is uh, something that's in the attorney's hands. And of course, um, I think it's providential that uh, someone like Jared got it first uh, before, Amen. Uh, before Rick did. Our, uh, our uh, final uh, progress note is um, Dr. Eddie Ramirez. And uh, Dr. Uh, Eddie is someone that can give you an example. We do invite, open this up to medical students, et cetera. But Eddie can give you, uh, uh, is kind of an example of how even a medical student uh, can uh, really represent uh, Amen and Amen's principles. How long have you been coming to Amen, by the way, Eddie? I think this is my fourth time. Fourth time. And he just graduated from medical school last year. Uh, and uh, tell us uh, a little bit uh, about your grades in medical school. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Thank to God I was able to graduate first place. <laughs> All right, first in his, in his class, and then he, as a result of that, had to give a speech. Now, he didn't go to an, to an Adventist uh, medical school class. You might not have been first if you'd have been at Loma Linda. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, but nonetheless, uh, you were first place in a, a very prestigious uh, non-Adventist university. And uh, you had to give a, uh, a speech. Tell us a little bit about that uh, speech. Well, I basically told them, they asked me, how come you got the first place? I mean, you're married. Uh, no, nobody's sponsoring you. This is a private school. And uh, we say that you don't uh, study on Saturdays. So I told them, well, I'm going to give you the secret. You, know, you find yourself a Bible. Look for the book of Daniel and read chapter one. Their secret is there. <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, afterwards, as a result of your first place, uh, he graduated from uh, Baja Medical uh, School in, uh, in 
northern, western uh, Mexico, uh, one of several prestigious uh, medical uh, Mexican universities. But after that, he has, in Mexico, you have to do a year of public service. And uh, uh, there's not much options normally for most medical students. Uh, you were given an option. Tell us why you were given an option and how you took care of that. Well, since I was able to choose first from the list, what I did, I got on the phone with the conference president and asked him, you know, where do you need the most help? Which church needs more the mm. most help? And uh, he suggested me to go to San Felipe, which is two and a half hours south from El Centro, California. And so uh, you arrived there. Uh, you remember yesterday the quote, working in concert, when Christians work in concert? And so you arrived uh, there, and what did you, what did you do? Well, um, I became the Bible worker in the weekends, kind of the pastor in the weekends and the doctor in the, during the week. <laughs> and uh, we started establishing a bilingual service because there's many Americans that come there, Adventists and non-Adventists, that we needed to reach out. And we started a very strong health program in which we give lectures every single Saturday, a half an hour lecture between Sabbath school and the main service. So during the week, I invite all my patients, you know, this weekend I'm gonna talk about cancer, you know, I want, you to, I want to see you there. Many people have come for the first time to the church, and now the church, which was a carnivorous church, is all a vegan church. Thank you. <laughs> 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 all right. So this health lecture lasts from 1045 to 1115, so it's 30 minutes every Sabbath, and many non-Adventists coming uh, to this, and then afterwards they're given the opportunity to stay. That's right, then we invite the people, you know. Uh, if you guys wanna stay, you know, we have a second service and afterwards you can come and taste some, taste some healthy fare, you know, potluck. So uh, <laughs> many people stay there. The, the Sunday pastor heard about it, he came to my church, the Sunday pastor for the Americans, you know, there's a big American 200 member church there. And he liked the idea, so he said, hey, why don't you come to my church and do what you're doing here? So now every Sunday at the Sunday church, you know, we're giving this uh, health message. The pastor himself is on fire for this. He stopped eating his meat. Mm. Finally, a couple of weeks ago, he finally stopped drinking coffee. Mm. And he told me, you know, the other day I went out for, to eat. I, I ate some meat and my pains that had gone away came back. I'm not, I'm not going to go back there. <laughs> All right, Eddie, we'd love to hear more of your story, but uh, we do have uh, more with the pr uh, program, and you can share it individually with others. But uh, Eddie has uh, Amen. been using the Lord, uh, just Amen. as a uh, first year out of medical school. And so a lot of people think they have to wait until they're out of residency or established, et cetera. Uh, the Lord can utilize you even when you are in medical school. Uh, as well as shortly thereafter to accomplish uh, his work for him. Amen. Our special music uh, at this time comes from the Guthrie family, and then following, I'm looking forward to the message of a longtime uh, standing board member of Amen, Dr. Dr. Wendell Lawrence. Uh, he's a, a dentist in the Detroit area, and uh, he'll be giving us our Sabbath School message. Why did God bless you with the gift of healing as a dentist or a physician? Does he have a special work for you to do as you partner with him in the salvation of souls? After our presentation this morning, we hope to answer some of those questions. Let's bow our heads in prayer this morning. Father God, in your word you have Ask the question, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him in whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Lord, the question this morning is, how shall they be healed if we don't first have a relationship with the great physician? How shall they be healed if we don't accept the call? How shall they be healed if our ministry and witness lacks power? Amen. 
touch our lips with a coal from the heavenly altar so that we may answer the call. Fill us with the transforming power of your spirit so that our lives may be centers of influence for your kingdom. These mercies we ask in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. Amen. We are about to tell you a powerful story of how God worked through the, our office and how he orchestrated the partnership. We've been talking a lot this week about partnering with ministry and, and health care. So God orchestrated the partnership of healthcare professionals and the pastoral ministry. And he allowed us to partner with Life and Health Network to capture in a very special way and bring this story to life as we sought to bring a message of health, healing, and hope to a city in devastation. That's the city of Detroit. We thank Al Trace and Aaron James and the other team members from, from Life and Health for catching that vision and for allowing the very talented video documentary artist, Mark Phillips, to spend a few weeks in my office to talk to my staff, to talk to people on the street, to capture what was happening in Detroit. This is truly a partnership with Amen. I'll ask Kip to, to roll the video right now, play the video. We'll tell you a story of our, our ministry. This used to be an area at one time that was thriving many years ago with the rich history and culture of Detroit. People were really doing well and making a lot of money. Things were very positive. With the downturn in the economy, Detroit has been impacted so strongly. As you drive by many streets, you'd see homes that are completely boarded up. You'll see many automotive plants that are completely shut down. You see grocery stores that are completely closed. And there are so many people in the area who are just totally, totally devastated. Loss of jobs, no medical or dental insurance, and there's so much hurt and need of healing. And so I believe that God is positioning us in this area as medical professionals, dentists and physicians, to sort of be a beacon of hope to those who are in need, as the Bible says, for such a time as this. Myself and some other physicians and some nutritionists and a couple of lay pastors decided that, look, why don't we allow God to use us to make an impact in the city? So we started these meetings and we called them Health, Healing and Hope for these troubled times. I need help. I'm diabetic. I'm overweight. There's a lot of things that I need to know how to do. So what I see when I come in here, I see a lot of people that's just like me, that's hurting hearts, that their body is failing, and they're crying out for help. But I'm telling you, if you would measure out how much water you should have a day, this is about if you weigh a little over 200 pounds, this, you need a whole one of these. We're, we're learning on Tuesday nights is something that we can take into our lives practically every day yes. and benefit. And not just the people present in the room, yes. your families, your friends. People are also grateful for what they're learning and they're eager to bring others, you know, and they found the sale and they're telling others about it. When we attend a meeting, it's like we're coming together with family. We're, we're meeting at his home, and the gang's all here. 
it's a family thing. You don't right. The children are playing, but yet they're learning of God and. You know, it's a good time. You come together, and when family comes together, we do have the food fellowship, and then we sit down together and we talk and share and pray and laugh, and you get your hugs and kisses. It is it's truly like, it's like you're coming home. And they are so excited to learn of different ways in which they can lose weight, they, they can retreat their diabetes, they can, they can really prevent cancer, but then we point them to a greater source, who is Jesus Christ, who can heal the heart, heal the soul. And you can see in the eyes of the people as they come out every night, just a yearning, a longing. Not just to have their physical needs met through nutritional counseling, also to have their spiritual needs met. Looking at me, you can tell that physically I'm eating a lot of physical food that I need to, 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 to really back down on, but the spiritual food. And with the spiritual food that we are being taught is that God has a way for us to feed our physical bodies. We are learning that. And we're learning that it's a whole thing. It's not just one aspect, it's everything you do. The right way to eat, the right way to exercise, and then bringing it back to what God has done, who is our creator. And it, it just feels it right. Feels. It feels right. This is God's work. You know, one person sows, another waters, but God gives the increase. And so he's using the health message to be the entering wedge. And, and I believe in what I'm seeing here. He's opening up their hearts to receive the message even quicker than ever before. It's good to know that there are physicians out there that know the Lord and stand for him and that are not afraid and that a family can go to you with genuine concerns and they'll be there for you. I can, I can even say Dr. Lawrence, is, he, he's like a father, a brother. You know, you, you don't find that in doctors. 25, 30 years ago, I was just in, into dentistry for the status of being a dentist, for the great opportunity there was to make money, but something was still missing in my life, the satisfaction of seeing people not only happy because their teeth look good, but to find their needs met. When we can come to the doctor, not just on a regular appointment, but to know that that is an appointed time in your life to come and learn how to be healthier and to be embraced by your medical community to show you how. You know, it's, it's a testament to the human spirit. So that's what I think our community needs. That's what I think everyone needs. Thank you, Skip. We saw that there was such a great need in the Detroit area, a city that with the highest unemployment rate in the country. Highest number of foreclosed homes. Because the economy had impacted the auto industry, a large number of people were without medical and dental insurance. Because of stress and job loss, no medical or dental care, many people were facing medical and dental emergencies that were impacting their very survival. I always run a health series evangelism series in my office every year, but this year it was different. We knew that we had to do something. This was a city in crisis. I knew that we had to do something different this year and to make a greater impact for God's kingdom. 
How could we make a difference? How could we reach out to this city in devastation? How could we reach people where they really need help? How could we bring Christ, who is the only source of their survival? We turn to God in prayer. Where else could we go? The Bible says, if you lack wisdom, ask of God, and he giveth to all men liberally, and it shall be given him. And we took that to heart. God gave us the idea of building a health evangelism team so we could work together for the maximum impact. I called several of my friends who I knew shared the same vision like I did and who were excited about doing medical missionary work. We had a Bible worker team with a couple of elders and lay pastors, a health professional team with three physicians and a nutritionist, a music team that sang every night for us, a children's program team, and a food service team. We all met at different times, and we prayed together. We planned together. And as it often means said, be careful what you pray for, because you may get it. As I was planning this health series, I thought, oh boy, this will just be another small series, probably 15, 20 people. But by the grace of God, the night we opened the series, 65 people showed up. Amen. My patients and their friends and family showed up every night to the meeting with an additional 15 to 20 kids. And they kept coming out each and every Tuesday night. And we call these meetings health, healing, and hope for these trying times. Amen. And we offered a free iPad, a drawing for a free iPad for anyone who had the most, a number, the best attendance. And that was some, some motivation, because we never had to really advertise the series. So we combined the health series with um, the New Start program and a full-blown, old-fashioned Bible and evangelistic series. Amen. Nutrition and lifestyle instruction, inspiring music every night, Bible instruction, the food fellowship where we served a full vegan meal a few minutes before every meeting every night. Of the, and very important, a children's program. If we didn't have a children's program, the attendance would be much lower. Because the kids were enjoying the program so much. And some people couldn't come to find a babysitter. They needed a children's program where they could, the kids could be attended to. And not just a babysitting program, we got the best. We, we, we got an academy principal, and she formed a team. And she is very good at what she does. God has blessed her with that gift. Amen. So we had my wife, Linda, helped out to organize the program. And those kids were, their attention, they were attentive every night as they were instructed on health principles. They were taught about Jesus. In fact, they were the ones who brought their parents on time every night. Amen. And we praise God for that. Amen. And I'd like to bring up a few of the people who worked with us in that series. I'd like to bring up Sterling Thompson and Julie Hayek. Amen. You could come up this morning. Because it's a team. And we had Dr. Don Babel, is he here this morning? He came and helped us out. Dr. David Fernandez, is he here this morning? Amen. He came and helped us out also. And God really put the team together for this series. And Sterling, Sterling is a, a physician down in San Antonio, Texas. 
And he's also a, a pastor of two churches down in Texas. And he came and helped me out. And Sterling, you and I are prayer partners every week. Praise God. <laughs> and uh, you know the power of prayer. Amen. We know that. We talk about it every week. Amen. And uh, tell us about the impact. Because, you know, we had these prayer request cards that we had everybody sign up. So they'd, they'd, they'd register, and they would put their phone number, address, email, and they will put a prayer request that they had from the beginning of the meetings. So we would meet and pray with the, on these cards every night. Tell us about the impact of prayer and the prayer request cards in our, in our series. Praise be to God. He's, he's just so good. You know, Wendell was telling me earlier that I was the one who suggested it, but I know it must have been the Lord because I didn't remember that. But, you know, I just look back at um, some of the things that are on the card and remembering what um, Elder Mark Finley and Ellen White says about the impact of our ministry, how much more it will be if we could get into homes. And so with these cards, as he's pointed out, their names and addresses, but also we have an opportunity to pray with people about their very needs. Amen. And once we pray with people about their needs, then that just opens up doors so that we can, we can minister to them, Amen. you know, as you're doing. Amen. You know, and some, some people would, throughout the series, they would, they would, their attendance would, would fall short, they wouldn't be able to come every night, and they would be missing. So we'd get out the prayer request cards, we'll see what prayer requests they had, and we'll call them on the phone and say, Mrs. Jones, uh, we haven't seen you for a, for a few weeks, but we know you had a prayer request that your sister had, was having cancer surgery. How is she doing? And we reconnect with her, and God worked in a powerful way, didn't he? Amen. Amen. And you were telling me a little bit more about, I mean, how God uses prayer in, as far as connection is concerned, because even there when I had the opportunity of being there with you, in the office, there were people who wanted to pull, pull me aside and have me pray with them. And I think all of us, I see it in the office, um, whenever I'm in the office, there are opportunities that only God, there are situations that only God can handle, you Amen. know? And we sometimes think, why did they come to me with this? And then God reminds me so that you can pray for them. Amen. And you know, the, the, the teams met every Tuesday night of the meetings and they prayed together in separate rooms in, a, in the office. And uh, the waiting room was completely full every night. Mm. Standing room only. And no one left. No one thought it was uncomfortable because when you lift up Jesus Christ, people are drawn to him. And the same power that raised Jesus from the grave brought them there each and every night Amen. and kept them there. Amen. Julie. You are a nutritionist. You started off our meetings with a nutritional focus, emphasis. And you were the one responsible for getting teams together to visit the homes. Tell us how important was visitation in this whole process of health evangelism through our office, through this series. Well, basically, uh, going in the homes and visiting people is really where it's at. Ellen White tells us we need to go into the homes to present the gospel. Because when you're at the meetings, it's kind of hard to get on another level of what their real needs are. Because you only have a few minutes here and there because there's so many people bombarding you, asking you, and, and trying to get your help. So by being able to go into the homes, what a difference it was. You were able to uh, make a connection with them, be truly a, um, you know, more of an a, a influence for them, knowing that you love them, that you care for them, Amen. that you're there for them. They Amen. can give you a call, even though, yes, we're busy and everything else, but we're realizing that they're special and that Amen. we're here to help them. Amen. And that was really the basis of the visitation in the home, to really meet the people where they're at, to understand how they live so we can truly bring what they need. Mm. And we know when we put Christ in the center, we will yes. always get results. Tell us a little bit about 
James and Cynthia. Oh. They're the ones who were doing the main interview at, in our video. Mm -hmm. they, are just, they are ready for baptism, let me tell They're you. They're ready. They are ready. They're so ready. You know, they are so ready. Yes. And uh, we went into their homes on several occasions. Mm -hmm. And Julie went out there and showed them how to, to grocery shop. Tell us about that. That was awesome. James and Cynthia are something else. Um, they just love vegan food. Mm. But they have problems. You know, if you're, if you're not really grounded in that and you're learning these things and you're starting to feel better because you're eating better, they're like, hmm, you know, this is, this is, this is good stuff. And then, you know, with medication, they don't have to use as much. I know James is not using as much as he used to before and, and continue to lose weight, feeling better. Uh, and being able to go in the home, again, I brought in groceries. Then we made something that they really enjoyed, which was scrambled tofu. And so I had them involved in making it because you want to make sure that they're confident. If you can get them confident in cooking right, then you know that they will be able to do it on their own. Amen. And isn't that how we're supposed to do it? Amen. We want to make sure that they can do it for themselves. Amen. And so by going into their home, sharing with them some health principles, cooking with them, sharing some recipes Amen. and all of that, they were just, they're just, they're just really on fire. Amen. And they just really love all the principles that we have been sharing with them. Amen. And um, with our Bible studies, <laughs> they are really into the Bible studies. Amen. They are learning so much. And, the, and what we share with them, they're sharing with other people. Amen. And uh, it's spreading. It's really spreading, and I think they're ready. For In fact, we, we just visited, Julie and myself, we just visited um, David and Cassandra Boda. Yes. They are patients of mine also, and they, we went to their house this past um, Monday or Tuesday mm -hmm. before we came to the meetings, paid them a visit, mm -hmm. prayed with them, and just connected back with them again. Mm -hmm. And they are so excited that we came and we remember their prayer requests. And tell us a little bit about that. Because you went to their home also and right. showed them how to shop and, and to cook. Mm -hmm. and, well, you have to understand, his grandmother died with diabetes. She had her leg amputated and stuff, and his mother had diabetes. And then during the meetings, I found out that he was diagnosed with diabetes. And I said, wow, he's a young guy. You know, he's like 30 or something. And it's a young family, and this is just devastating. So I wanted to make sure that I made contact with him to let him know that we can reverse this. We can help him uh, by um, sharing these simple principles and getting the opportunity to go into their home, Amen. cooking not only for him, but for the whole family. Amen. And sharing that Amen. the whole family can do this plant-based yes. diet. Amen. And with that, it was just pretty awesome to show him that you, know, you can do a lot of things family-wise, exercise and all these things. And they are just really excited to know that we are still in contact with them and to uh, present some more information with them continually. Thank you, Julie. You guys stay right there as we wrap up our, our presentation this morning. Um, where are we now in our spiritual journey with these precious souls? I said there were 33 of them who signed up for Bible study. 65 to 70 came out, and when we passed out the sign-up sheets for further Bible study and nutrition, 33 committed Amen. for that to be done. Amen. And it's only through the power of God. Amen. Only through the power of God. We are still having health and lifestyle classes and intense Bible studies in my office every week. And they keep coming out. We are planning a medical screening and health evangelism reaping series in two weeks. Amen. And we just, as of this past Wednesday, and we also, we, we're, we're calling these meetings Feeling Good Through Food and Faith, Through Faith and Food. And they have no idea that this is a reaping series, you know, but God is going to do some powerful things. Yes. And we're bringing in Mary Burnt. Dr. Nedley, I know you know Mary Burnt, and many of us do. She is so excited on the phone when I talk to her to, to come and do this for us. And we're partnering with Troy Seventh-day Adventist Church that I'm a member of, and the members are excited about it. Amen. And as of this past Wednesday, we had, let me see here, 65 people signed up for the health screening. It's completely sold out. 
and we have another 75 people signed up for the Feeling Good Through Food and Faith Reaping Series. Amen. That's almost completely sold out. We can take, I think, 110, 120 people. And we know that many of these people attending have already accepted the seven-day Sabbath Amen. message. They understand the state of the dead and the truth of God's word. Many of them have been studying with us for several months. And by the grace of God, we pray that in two weeks, when we make a call for baptism, Amen. that many of them will Praise take the their Lord. stand for Jesus. Praise Amen? You can do the same thing in your practice. You can be the center of influence in your community. And as team members, we can do it together. You can't do it by yourself. And I praise God and thank God for my team members who have supported me. For Dr. Fernandez, for Dr. Dr. Don Bavell, who have also helped us in this, in this process. And Julie, what's the final word you have to say about this whole team concept and, and to leave with us this morning? Put Christ first and don't forget follow-up, follow-up, and make the connection. Amen. Sterling, what's the word you have to say for us this morning? Mother always reminds me, trust and believe in his glory and make him to be your friend. That if it's all about God, then he's going to bring it through. Amen. Amen. So I say this, how shall they be healed if we don't accept the call? Amen. How shall they be sealed if we don't heal, if we don't open our offices up as centers of influence? And the only one who gets the praise mm. is God. Amen. And to God be the glory Amen. for what he has done and is doing and will do not only for each of us, but for this Amen organization in the future. Thank you very much. This media was produced by Audioverse for Amen, Adventist Medical Evangelism Network. If you would like to learn more about Amen, please visit www.amensda.org. Or if you would like to listen to more free online sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.